Welcome to this week's episode of Duh, It's a Podcast. I'm Brock, and with me as always is Brooks. What up, what up? Uh, not much, not much. Got power here. How about you? Sounds like you've got power there. You're a douchebag. So, <laughs> this is the reoccurring segment of the program where I bitch about the weather because I'm an asshole and I'm going to continue to bitch about weather. We had... One of the most wild thunderstorms in my area last night in a long time. Like, you could have convinced me it was a hurricane. I sent you the text. And it's like, I don't have power. It's supposed to come back at 3 a.m. It didn't come back at 3 a.m. It came back at 6 a.m. My alarm went off to go to work. As my alarm is going off, power comes back on. Because every light in the house turned on. Because they're like, what the fuck is going on? That's not my biggest issue. My bigger issue is the fact that it came so quickly and everybody knew we were going to get thunderstorms like it was hot during the day and then it cooled off so much as you were coming to nighttime you could kind of hear thunder in the distance like okay like clearly we're going to get a nasty storm like it's disgusting out heat and cold don't mix that great with weather i'm no weatherman however anyone with a brain understands that bad things happen in that situation so then torrential downpours like you could have convinced me somebody was shooting at my roof it sounded like <laughs> bullets I'm like okay this can't be great and then i look outside and our road was ankle deep in puddling water because we don't have great drainage systems or whatever the fuck they may be called i kind of expected that it usually happens when you get quick rain like this it was insane like i couldn't see outside of my window because of the rain that was coming down. And I was like, oh man, maybe I should plug in my phone in the event the power comes out. Plug in my phone, maybe 15 seconds later, everything's off. You've gotta be kidding me. At this point, the house is still hot too. I was so pissed. I was so fucking pissed. Because like I had the fan on, it was like 90 degrees during the day and then it went down to like 50. Not great. Again, not a weatherman. Probably not a great mix. Didn't have power the whole night. 6 a.m. it comes on. My phone was at like 50% as I went into work. I was infuriated. I was so mad. Because, again, everybody knew this was happening. The electrical company should have been on top of this. But well, what do I know? I only worked in electrical. <laughs> Assholes. But yes, I do have power now. Well, that's good. Because now we're recording a day later due to the power outage. So apologies if we are late. Get pissed at Mother Nature. Yeah. Join Greta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How dare you? How dare me? <laughs> She's a fucking nut job. Not the point. Speaking of nut jobs. Oh, perfect. Some might say that the Russian propaganda machine is a nut job. Or it's the greatest marketing tool in business history. I'm not the one to judge. Because in their ongoing war with Ukraine, Russia put out a statement that they blew up an advanced Ukrainian tank. Mm -hmm. And they put out some video to prove this. But the video shows its helicopter actually attacked a tractor. <laughs> okay. Before we get to the fact that they blew up a tractor, you got to give them a little bit of credit because they're like, here's the video proof. We did it. Unfortunately, you didn't do it. <laughs> a grainy black and white gunsight video 
Russia released this week to bolster a claim its military blew up some of Ukraine's most fearsome tanks actually documented the destruction of a tractor, according to a visual analyst by the Associated Press. The Russian embassy in Washington announced Monday on Twitter its forces had annihilated eight German-made Leopard tanks, among the most advanced and powerful weapons NATO countries have provided to Ukraine. And then they post the video on the Telegram with text saying it showed footage of the destruction of a foreign armoured vehicle, including Leopard tanks. Now, again, I give them credit for being like, here's the video. We always ask, give us the proof. Give us something. They gave us something. Unfortunately, it was incorrect. Now, do you think they had a GoPro? I don't know, but they're excited about it because when it hit, you can hear someone saying direct hit in Russian. I'm so glad you brought that point up because I love that part. So they just killed some innocent farmer bailing hay. Can you remember back in the day on Facebook, that game called Farm Wars? Yes. You'd always get invites? I was a god at that game, yeah. Do you think Russia has only just got that? And that's what they're doing. It's the DLC, baby. Blow up your opponents. I have no issue with that whatsoever because... Constantly, my notifications were flooded with people being like, hey, join my farm bill, join this, join that. Eventually, my crush will hit me back. Clearly, that was never the case. So Farm Wars has finally hit Russia. I can't imagine they're that behind, though. That was a 2010 game. They can't be a decade and three years behind. You'd be surprised. I probably would be. (laughs) I probably would be. The fact that they said direct hit is my favorite part because there's multiple reasons why. (laughs) The visual analyst by the Associated Press says that the vehicle seen in the video, which was recorded at night, appeared to be large pieces of stationary farm machinery parked in a field, specifically a self-propelled sprayer and two combines used to harvest corn and wheat. Let me defend Russia here. That was an awful sentence. I take that back. I can see how maybe you think this is an advanced tank, but let's blame the farmer. Shouldn't be out that late in a war-torn country. I don't think when the U.S. was bombing Afghanistan and Iraq, I don't think there were farmers out farming. Probably the opium farmers. (laughs) The grind don't stop. No. No. If it was unmanned, thank God, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was stationary, so. Oh. I think no one was injured. Put your fucking supplies away. Who the fuck leaves a tractor out at night? Like, you'd leave it out just to say, this is where I've got to start from tomorrow. I've granted they're harvesting corn, and I've never harvested corn in my life, but I've baled hay, and you have to basically cut the thick grass. Pretty fucking obvious which grass you haven't hit yet and the grass you have hit. So I don't think I would need to leave the tractor out to be like, oh, that's right. That's where I start today. However, I've never harvested corn, so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. No. Well, that's for most things, I think. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) 
I want to read an excerpt from this article. This is my favorite thing to do is just pull a random excerpt and read it. Almost immediately after the Russian video spread online, multiple weapons experts and military bloggers, that's got to be an interesting job, began casting doubt on social media that the helicopter's missile struck a tank, much less a leopard, which I guess is a tank name. Yeah, I said that. I'm just more like, come up with a more creative name. We already have leopards. Unless it's painted like a leopard, change the name. Change the name. What are we doing here? There's no leopards in Ukraine. Right? I think, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm sure there's fucking leopards in Ukraine, and I completely butchered that. But that's neither here nor there. I just love that because that article, or excerpt, will be taken and ran with. Maybe I'm a bad person. I've completely forgot that this war is going on. Does that make me a bad person? Nah, nah. It's so far away. It's just why you're removed from it. Yeah. <laughs> Not like the Ukraine or Russia are coming to get us. I think the only way you probably are invested in it at all is one, if you've got family over there. Fair. Or two, you're a tractor enthusiast. <laughs> And you're pissed that one of your models got blown up. Yeah, that's about the only way. Yeah, I don't think you're a bad person, put it that way. I want to go back to the tractor enthusiast part. Who the fuck is a tractor enthusiast? They have magazines Far. for them. Yeah, they do. Well, I'm in no position to judge. I'm in no position to judge. Going from one weapons fuck up to yes. another one. We're back on the Rust story. Are we going to end up just seeing this movie? Like, we've talked about this movie constantly. We'll have to do a review point. of it. Yeah, I think we have yeah. to. Going back the last time we spoke about it, Alec Baldwin got off. For now. <laughs> There's a getting off joke to be made, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so reports come out that the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, we'll just call her Hannah, she yeah. was reportedly drinking alcohol and smoking marijuana in the evenings while the movie was being filmed. So there was a high chance, no pun intended, that she was hung over the day that the live round was put into the gun. All right. This is one I have a lot of thoughts on. I think I'm going to defend her in this scenario because eh, maybe I'm not going to because I've been hung over, but I've never shot someone. I usually just puke in the nearest bush that happens to be near my shop. I've never been like, hey, here's a live I Granted, I don't deal with live rounds, so maybe it's completely different. Maybe she thought she could go about her day. Shooting blanks. <laughs> Trust me, I've shot blanks on over. <laughs> I think I'm going to defend Hannah in this one. I think. Go on. What's your defense? Being hungover is never fun you're constantly nauseous it's the absolute worst eh, no i don't think i'm going to defend her i don't think you can make an excuse for putting a live round in a fake gun god damn it hannah no it's bad enough doing it when you're sober right. <laughs> got all your faculties with you but to do it when you are hung over and maybe still a little bit high <laughs> yeah probably not the best to be around weapons of any kind so who came up with this defense? Was it her attorney? Because that attorney... Actually, no, 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 that's not a defense. That's... Oh. No, that's 
the prosecutor saying, hey, this is why it happened. This is why we should be prosecuting her. It wasn't an accident. It was negligence. Oh, never mind. I'm back on her side. Imagine working on a movie set with the same person who left that disgusting voicemail to his own daughter, Alec Baldwin. You've heard that voicemail, correct? Yeah, but why are you back on her side for? Because. You're saying that if she's got to drink and get high to put up with him. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. Yes. A thousand percent. Just leave. <laughs> Fuck. Shut up. No. But here we go. Here's the twist. Here's the kicker Ooh. in this story. Prosecutors... The shot and the chaser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Prosecutors also said they will decide whether to recharge Baldwin within the next 60 days based on the findings of an analyst. Fuck this. Why is this analyst word getting me today? Findings right? of an analyst of the gun. Based on the findings of an analyst. Yeah, whatever. Based on the findings of looking at the gun. And it's broken spear by an independent expert. Again, I do want to reiterate, Alec Baldwin did pull the trigger. Hannah did not. Hannah did not. Granted, she's a blonde and she's kind of cute, so I'm on her side for that as well. I'd love to have a drink with her and be like, hey, how much of a douchebag was Alec Baldwin? And you can... I'm biased. I hate Alec Baldwin. (laughs) I don't like him. (laughs) I would imagine if you had to work on a movie set with the same guy who called his own biological daughter a disgusting, money-hungry pig in a voicemail, you'd probably have a couple of drinks after your workday's over. Uh, what do you mean? <clears throat> I guess. I don't know. I've never met someone that drove me to drink. You've also never met somebody who would call their own daughter a pig. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Probably not. No. Okay. I'm on her side because she's hot. She got. She's lucky on it in the in the jury. She has the preliminary hearing in August, so we'll probably cover that as well. I'm a big Hannah guy. To say <laughs> was likely hungover. You know, if you're hungover, you're puking in the bushes again. It gets it out of the system. You got to clear yourself. That's how you stay skinny. <laughs> Apparently. I hope this movie bombs, but we're going to go see it. So Yeah, so we'll have at least two people watching it. Now, apart from golf, have you been involved in any other cults? Um, let me think about it. Not a big cult guy, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, cult of Personality by Living Color. Great song. Yes, I know. Yes. Great song. Other than that, I I think I'm cult-free these days. Well, if you ever want to jump off the golf cult and expand your uh, cultiness, there's one in Kenya that's looking for new members, as they've lost a few of late. The heading of the article is, Death Toll from Kenyan Doomsday Cult Crosses 300. Jesus Christ. So the Death Toll from a Kenyan Starvation Cult. Crossed 300 on Tuesday after authorities exhumed more bodies in a forest in one of the worst cult-related tragedies in recent history. Do you want to know the name of the cult? Yes. Hold on. Hold on to that thought. My first question is, what are the other death-related cults? Because it clearly wants us to join other ones. It was Jonestown that was in the 70s. Yep. 
where they all drank a Kool-Aid. Yeah. What was the one in Texas? That was Waco, Texas. Waco. They didn't really kill themselves. They were, (laughs) they had a standoff with the FBI. I remember reading about the one where they all dressed up in black and they had black Nikes on. Um, and they, all the blokes were castrated and they all killed themselves because they're going to hop on Haley's Comet. So I think that was late eighties, early nineties, maybe or something. Yeah. They're the ones I remember, but this one, the members or the dead members, they were part of the good news international church. Listen, that's great marketing led by the sinister Paul McKenzie. (laughs) All right. The name like that. Yeah, he's accused of ordering his followers to starve themselves and their children to death so they can go to heaven before the end of the world. It's great marketing. I can't knock him for that. Currently, there's a total of 303 people dead after 19 bodies were exhumed from mass graves in the country southeast. But here's the kicker. More than 600 people are still reported missing. Now, dead people usually aren't good at digging their own graves and then covering them up. So who's burying all these bodies? Fucking Paul. Isn't that his name? Yeah. Yeah. By himself. So they've rescued around 65 followers of Paul. Now they were charged with attempted suicide on Monday after they refused to eat between June the 6th and June the 10th when they were at a rescue center. And then one of those had since died because they refused food. Paul handed himself in last April and he was denied bail and he's not entered a plea yet. I have so many questions. He originally said that the world was going to end on August 15th. So he's still got time. Oh, no, no, no. He brought it forward to April 15th. Ooh, big mistake. Big yeah. mistake. So there's possibly 900 people that have starved themselves to death. All because Paul said so. So it's not Simon says, it's Paul says. Boo. But yes. <laughs> what did they go from the 6th to the 10th without food? Amateur hour. Four days. That was charged with attempted suicide. All you need is some booze and some water, and you're chilling. I mean, keep it up. Fuck. How disciplined must you be, though? That was exactly what I was going to ask you. Because it's the long game. Like, you drink Kool-Aid that's laced with whatever, bang, you're dead. You get shot or you stab, you're dead. Yeah. To starve yourself to the point where you die, <laughs> you got to be committed. You do. However, this might be a completely incorrect statement but I believe you can go quite a ways without food. It's the water that's the biggest thing. Yeah, but still, you have to be committed, though. Yeah, so what was he preaching? Does this article say what he was preaching? Because clearly there's... At the end of the world coming and to oh. to get to the promised land, so to speak, this is what you got to do. No, I'm out. Not a good enough pitch. I'm out. Gotta hit me with something better. Gotta hit me with something better. Not much in Kenya, so it might be a good enough pitch. (laughs) I think Kenya, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on this show. I've looked up places where you're not supposed to travel. I was like, but can I? I believe Kenya showed up on one of those, please do not travel here places. I'm not buying the pitch, Paul. I 
I need something better. I need something better than the end of the world. But again, I, you do make a good argument. It is just Kenya. But you can't be moving your end of the world dates around nearly willy. No, you're at that point. You're out. You're not a cult leader. You're not a doomsday prepper. Great show. You're not any of these things. You're kind of mid. You're just having a guess. April 15th? Nah, August 15th. At that point, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. At that point, I might have a steak dinner. Like, all right, pal, I'm going to enjoy my time here. Maybe he was drinking and smoking weed prior to announcing the end of the world date. He was hungover. Yeah, but you don't move it ahead. You don't. If you're a cult leader, I don't think you move it ahead. I think you move well, you can't it move a it back. back. You can't move what do you it mean? back. You've because well, you've already passed it. August? No, April. Oh, I'm saying before he moved to April, because wasn't the original day August? No, it was April. Uh, and then he moved it to August. Nah, yeah, no, I'm out. I'm out. You need to pick a wild date, a far enough away if you know you're gonna starve your village's people. You gotta pick it further away and be like, guys. It's coming. It's coming. Let's feast this one night. Let's get this out of the way. Bam, you give him a good feast. And then you're like, look, it's coming in August. Now is the time to ration. Isn't that what it's called? All, yeah. All I know is that the Good News International Church YouTube channel watch hours have taken a hit. <laughs> you sick fuck. Speaking of sick fucks. This is a story you sent me. Oh, yes. Now, when we pass on, I guess nearly everyone would like to know what was said about them and who turned up to their funeral and things like that, where you missed and all that good stuff that you don't get to see because obviously you're not here. Fair argument. So a Belgian man decided he was going to fake his own funeral with the help of his wife and children just to see, you know, what friends and family showed up. The 45-year-old faked it because he was feeling unappreciated. And then at the funeral, he rocked up in a helicopter to surprise everyone. <sighs> I have thoughts on this one. <sighs> I'll let you go first because I don't want to influence your answer. But what are your thoughts on this guy? Look, I can understand why he would feel like that. Sure. But the crazy thing is, to me, is it could have all backfired. What if the helicopter crashed on the landing and he did actually die? Fucker. Stole my point. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess he was right there, so he could just roll him into the casket and it's like, we're here anyway. Thankfully, I brought a backup point. If his big thing is, oh, they don't invite me to family functions and this and that, they're sure as shit not going to do it now. I think this guy's a douchebag. Fuck him. If I was a kid not in the loop, at this point, I can't wait for his real funeral because I'm going to piss on his face like I'm R. Kelly. What an asshole. What a loser. What a douchebag. I'm not about any of this. Yeah. I get the curiosity to be like, oh, who would show up? Who would say this, that, and the other? That's neither here nor there. The fact that you would come up with this elaborate plan to fake your own death after putting me through emotional distress and then you show up in a helicopter, I would make sure you're dead on sight. 
Fuck you. What an asshole. <laughs> what an asshole. I, I'm not on this guy's side at all. I'm at a loss of words. This is probably the douchiest thing you could do. This is what you would do in middle school and be like, oh, I broke my arm to your high school crush. And she'd be like, oh, maybe I'll sign your cast. Uh, this and that. This is going all the way to fake your own death and using your family as a ploy. Fuck all of you. None of you are getting an invite to the barbecue. None of you are coming to graduation parties. I'm cutting all of you off. Fuck all of you. What's your take on this? Yeah, he might. For the short term, he'll get the, oh, so glad you're alive. True. You know, you're not dead. But then, yeah, it might manifest into, what a prick. I went out and what bought a suit or I felt guilty because I didn't do this or I had to cancel a day of work. I've lost wages or, yeah. I didn't even think of that. You're completely right. I had to take a day off for you to fucking show up in a helicopter like you're some asshole. <laughs> Fuck him. I wish the helicopter crashed. I really do. Yeah, maybe I don't. I don't know, YouTube. I'm not wishing death on someone. YouTube. Fuck this guy. Complete asshole. Just an absolute scumbag. I hate all of this. I hate all of this for so many reasons. The fact that his uh, wife and children went along with it too is pretty crazy. They're assholes too. They, I don't care how old the children are. Those are little shitheads. The wife, probably a whore. Allegedly. Bam, save myself. I would be so fucking pissed off. I would be so fucking angry. Because, again, I get the curiosity. Who would show up? Who would say this? It's not worth faking your own fucking death and then showing up and being like, hey, I'm alive. It's like the other story. This popped up, I think, like two weeks ago. A woman had an open casket and ended up like waking up and was alive. Yeah. Different story. Dead, so they had to take her back to the hospital. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Completely different story. Didn't plan this out. It wasn't this elaborate TikTok that this douchebag set up and i don't know what the comments are saying maybe people are like oh it's so touching all these people are here eh, eh. fuck you i would be so fucking pissed off at least be like a secret agent or something and that's why you have yeah. to fake your own death to sure. save others or live a life where you weren't going to get assassinated then we can have a conversation this is just some average joe who's going to fix toilets for a living he's like oh, what happens if i fake my own death fuck you what a douchebag fuck this guy can't you get charged for faking your own death Ooh, i'm pulling up the google machine what do you think i don't know if in belgium if they charge you i'm looking it up can you get charged for i'm typing with one finger like they tell you not to do in high school for false no for faking <laughs> can you get charged for faking a woman is the second most searched google option what even does that mean i don't think we're gonna touch that one <laughs> for fake can you get charged for faking your own teeth what? <laughs> for faking your own death Ooh, people also ask what is a faked death a fake death also called <clears throat> excuse me also called a stage death is the act of an individual purposely deceiving other people, like those douchebags, into believing that the individual is dead when the person is, in fact, still alive. People who commit this crime 
can do so by leaving. It's not a crime. I just don't know how to pronounce. Pseudocide? Is that how you pronounce it? Here we go. Is it illegal to fake your own death? This is from mentalfloss.com, and I'm pretty sure they're using a picture of a Fallout Boy music video. Good for them. Pseudocide. I don't think I'm saying that correctly, but there's your show name. Faking your own death is not technically illegal. However, to fake your own death, you most likely need to break several laws. Pseudo-ocide is inherently a crime. This is a quote. But it involves so many built-in frauds that it's virtually impossible to legally fake your own drowning. Drowning? Frankly, you'll be drowning in fr- I'm so done with this. James Quiggle is the guy who wrote this one. On you, James. Yeah, shouts to James. There's no federal or state statutes that ban this sort of thing. However... It's usually used in the situation of collecting life insurance money, evading taxes, having a spouse file a false police report, forging a death death, death certificate, or delinquency on loan payments. So basically, people would do this to get out of being a responsible adult, is what I got out of that. Or to become Belgium. Shouts to the Belgiums. Is that what they're called? Belgians? Belgians. Yeah. Damn, I'm struggling out here tonight. <laughs> Speaking of struggling, it's now time for everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Nameless podcast segment, segment of the week. Can someone tell me what a podcast is? <laughs> this week, the clip I am bringing to the program might be one of my favorite that I think I've brought. Shouts to our boy Steve Irwin. I was a Big Steve Irwin guy. I'm sure you were as well from your homeland. No. You could at least go along with the bit. He's from your homeland. Yes. Doesn't mean that you have to be a big supporter of Liker. And there you have it. Brock is a big supporter of the one and only Steve Irwin. Thank you for going along with the bit. This week we are. (laughs) Fucker. This week. We are bringing you not footage of what happened. Again, I'm not a big Stingray guy. I had a girlfriend at the time. We went to an aquarium. and This was before COVID. They had the touch tanks. (laughs) Don't get your jokes off. Had the touch tanks, and it was just a bunch of Stingrays. She's like, oh, you should pet one. I was like, no. This one's for my boy, Steve Irwin. And I literally just put my middle finger in the water for a good five minutes just so they knew. Steve Irwin's got shooters out here. I was not thrilled. I wanted to punch one of them in the head. Unfortunately, one of the aquarium workers was standing right next to us. So I was like, I probably shouldn't punch their stingray in the head. This week, we have a guy from some sort of land far, far away, I think, who tries to do his best Steve Irwin impression. Unfortunately, once again, the stingray wins. But Brock, if you would, please play the clip. Let's see what the stingray does to our poor friend. A California round stingray. Ow! Ah! Ah! You alright? Ah! <laughs> you alright? Did you bite it? Did you bite your finger? Did you bite it? Ah! Huh? It stung you? Yeah. Oh. It gets him good. It gets Dude, him good. Stingray. What an 
Who is that? <laughs> you saying it's from a land far away? It looks like it's from California, but uh, I didn't listen to the audio, so <laughs> not the smartest two. One lets pick up a stingray and it bites sure. him. Second guy, you all right? He <laughs> did it bite you? Agony. Did it? Did you bite it? Oh, hang on. Did it bite you? No shit, Sherlock. That's my favorite part of the clip. Did you bite it? Like, no, I didn't fucking bite it. It's not the stingray yelling. <laughs> that stingray got the fuck out of there. I love that video for so many reasons because that clearly didn't happen with our boy Steve. Now I know you're not a big Steve Irwin guy because you're better than. I guess they're not big Steve Irwin guys either because they obviously didn't realize that they can fuck you up if they sting you in the right spot. And to that point as well, again, I've never handled a stingray. I've just flipped them off when they cut their stingers off and put them in aquariums for show. But I've also never been like, here, let me grab it by its two wings or whatever the fuck it has, where it can clearly still sting you. It's the same thing with like snakes. Like You don't grab a snake by the tail. You grab it near where it can bite you. But again, I don't know how stingers work. I imagine they can probably get you even if you grab it by the stinger. Also, why the fuck are you picking it up in the first place? <laughs> Let's start there. American. Okay, listen. Let's end there. <laughs> Hold on. We're in... <laughs> no. I've fished before. You always pick up the fish by its mouth where it can't chomp down on you because now you have control. I don't know really where you grab a stinger, maybe, or a stinger, a stingray, maybe you grab it by the stinger and it can't get to you. I don't know why you would fold out its both wings where it can clearly still reach both of your wrists with its stinger and then proceeds to smoke his wrist, which he kind of deserved. But again, my favorite part of that clip, did you bite it? No, dickhead. <laughs> I didn't bite it. Nothing got bit in this situation. I got stung and I grabbed it like an asshole. Nobody bit it. <laughs> Shouts to the cameraman though, because he's clearly just some California bro. He's like, oh, we're clearly not catching fish. We caught this thing. He went viral though. Shouts to him. Leading from that shout out to our personal shout outs. Time for plug. Indeed. Everyone's favorite part of the show, the plug segment. The Wrap It Up podcast on Instagram, underscore between each word. New episode is officially out as you're listening to this episode. So if you've made it this far, please go over to the Wrap It Up podcast. My producer and I put on the most bullshit show you'll ever hear in podcasting history. We talked legitimately for 25 minutes about the fact that Kim Kardashian wore a shirt. Weird? wore a shirt with her sister, Kendall Jenner's quote-unquote starting five, which was just five NBA players that she fucked. And I loved it. Blacko wasn't a big fan of it. I loved it. I have that short... Damn it! Have that shirt ordered. I will be wearing a Kendall's starting five shirt for the next live stream. Brock, take it away. Yes, so Dirt, it's a podcast on YouTube. So hopefully you're listening and watching via YouTube right now. 
a big thank you to all our new subscribers of late, all the new diapers. Hope you're liking what we're putting out. So we're slowly nudging that 1,000 subscriber mark, which is awesome. We're getting towards our 50th episode. We'll reveal more on what we're going to do on the 50th mm. episode and leading up to that as we get closer. Mm. I can't wait. No, it should be good. If you don't want to watch us on YouTube, you can also watch or listen to us on Spotify. You can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, among other places. All the platforms where you get podcasts, you can find us. And Instagram, Dirt's a podcast, is us as well. But until next week, take it easy. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.